Well, good afternoon, everybody, and welcome to Trinity College, to Oxford, and to Cosmopolis and beyond, literary cosmopolitanism after the Republic of Letters. My name is Stefan Evangelista. I am the organizer of the conference, together with Clement Bessie, with whom uh, a lot of you will have corresponded over the last few months. And, well, and I'm delighted that you could all make it Oxford today. So this conference is part of an AHRC-funded project entitled The Love of Strangers, Literary Cosmopolitanism in the Fandes Siècle, over which, on which I've been working over the last 18 months. Now, this project is coming to the end. It ends at the end of March. And this is pretty much you know, the, kind of the crowning event, as it were, of, uh, of, of the fellowship. Um, as part of the fellowship, we've also, uh, Clement and I, have also run a couple of uh, graduate workshops um, where we debated ideas of world literature, of cosmopolitanism, that have taken place in, in London and in Nanterre, in Paris. And I'm particularly delighted that some of the students with whom we worked in London and Paris are actually here today, and, and, and some of them will also be presenting um, at the conference. And my own work, as part of this fellowship, is, uh, is on the 1890s. But this conference has come about really as an experiment to expand uh, the, the historical range of the cosmopolitanism with which I'm familiar backwards and forwards in time. So the papers today will, uh, uh, will cover a, a very lar large period, really, that spans for the whole of the 19th, 20th, and indeed the 21st uh, um, centuries. Uh, in order to try and assess the continuities, but also, of course, the discontinuities of the cosmopolitan idea over this uh, long period. The aim of these two days is to interrogate the concept of cosmopolitanism from various angles. So first of all, from the point of view of various uh, linguistic and national traditions, but also from, uh, from, uh, the, from, the, from the angles of politics, ethics, aesthetics, philosophy, and the history of ideas. Many papers will focus on specific historical manifestations of cosmopolitanism, Others will be more theoretically oriented. And the range of the topics is really very impressive, and it reflects the fact that we, we had a, a, an incredible response, really, when, when we put out the call for papers. And we could only take about one third of the, of the proposals that were, that were submitted to us. So uh, you know, we were obviously very sorry to, to have to exclude many very, very, very good papers, but we're delighted to be able to include the papers that you um, proposed to us. So the, the range, as I said, is, impress is impressive, and it goes from, from translation to film, from poetry to criticism, travel, periodical literature, empire, sexuality, science. It's very, very broad indeed. Now, in the light of the upcoming EU referendum and, <laughs> <laughs> and the looming threat of Brexit, the migration crisis that is sweeping through the Middle East and Europe at the moment, ideas of nationalism, citizenship, mobility, borders, and encounters with foreigners uh, that are at the heart of the cosmopolitan ideal acquire a new and pressing relevance, not only as intellectual concerns for us, but as actual parts of our daily lives. I think that our keynote speakers, Emily Apta and Giselle Sapirot, to whom I would like to uh, extend a particularly warm welcome, we will be focusing us on, uh, on, uh, on the relevance of this topic for us today. And I hope that this conference will provide a space for stimulating conversations and connections with colleagues, friends, and of course, strangers. Now, before we uh, start properly, I just have a, a couple of thanks and a couple of practical points. So my first big thanks 
is to come on the scene, actually. Who has been a um, research assistant to this project and has been just uh, wonderful all through these months and uh, you know, has really done everything, has set up everything for us today. So thank you very much, Clement. Uh, ask him or me if you have any practicalities um, uh, during this, um, this coming two days. Then, uh, thanks are due to the HRC and to Trinity College for sponsoring this conference. And of course, to all our speakers who have come today. Now, um, a couple of practicalities. The conference will take place here and in the Sutra Room, which is just across um, the quad, as it were, there. The Sutra Room is in Staircase 7. It's really easy to get there. You just need to kind of cross this quad, go around this building, and go up Staircase 7. <laughs> anyway, you will see a lot of people migrating towards the Sutra Room when the time comes. So these are the two conference locations. Refreshments will always be, will always be served outside here. So whenever there's coffee or drinks or whatever, there will be in the foyer just outside. Uh, dinner tonight is at the Alshami uh, Lebanese restaurant. Um, I hope that everybody knows whether they're coming or not. If you have any questions about, um, about dinner and your reservations, payment, non-payment, etc., for dinner, please ask Sophie, who's our conference assistant, who is just outside. Um, yeah, there is a map in uh, your conference folder to tell you how to go from here to Alshami. It's about 15 minutes walk. Uh, again, there will be lots of people migrating in that direction at the end of the day anyway. Finally, uh, there is one small alteration to the program. Uh, one of our speakers unfortunately cancelled because of ill health. So Blaise Villefer uh, will unfortunately not be with us today. Um, however, there is a kind of silver lining, I suppose, in, 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 in as much as we have a little bit more room for this session. So if we, if we need to kind of uh, go over to some minutes after three, we can afford to do that. And, uh, and so the second, uh, well, the first effectively parallel session today might start, let's say, at ten past three rather than three o'clock. Okay, so all that remains for me to do is to introduce our first keynote speaker. Emily Atta. So Emily Atta is professor of French and comparative literature at New York University, where her specialisms include French and Francophone literatures, translation studies, gender and sexuality, politics and literary and critical theory. Her work has shaped and continues to shape the fields of translation studies, transnational literary studies, and world literature. Among her many publications, I just want to mention a few recent titles that are, I'm sure, already familiar to all of us today. The Translation Zone, published in 2006, which examines the vital role of translation studies in the invention of comparative literature as a discipline and the role of translation in shaping a global literary canon. Against World Literature of 2013, which continues her effort to rethink the study of comparative literature in the light of geopolitical changes and challenges. Here, Atta argues for untranslatability as a conceptual tool for comparative literature, revaluing strangeness, dis dissonance, and misunderstanding as crucial to cross-cultural communication. Emily Apta is one of the co-editors of the English translation of Barbara Kassan's Dictionary of the Untranslatables, which appeared with Princeton University Press in 2014. Indeed, since 1998, she has edited the book series Translation, Transnation, which is also published by Princeton University Press. Professor Apta is one of the most dynamic, authoritative, and provocative voices in comparative literature today, and that's why I'm delighted 
they should be given a first keynote address. The title of the talk is Translational Equality Language as Cosmopolitan Right in the Europe of Migration. Please join me in welcoming Elia. <laughs> 